Welcome back to our Total Sense Bite Size episodes. I'm Tom Henske, and I'm here to help parents teach their kids about money. Welcome back. When I was a full-time financial planner, we spent a lot of time talking with our clients about charitable giving. Now, sometimes this had a heavy tax angle, I understand that, but I do believe that the clients we were talking about were sincerely charitable uh, in their mindset. But it's hard for them to pass that on to their kids unless it's intentional. Here to speak with us today is an expert on the topic, Dennis Ladd. Dennis is a charitable planning consultant at Fidelity Charitable. The mission of Fidelity Charitable, if you haven't uh, had an experience with them in the past, is they grow the tradition of philanthropy by providing programs that help families access to charitable planning and giving. Prior to joining Fidelity, Dennis served as the managing director at Foundation Source, the nation's largest provider of comprehensive support services for private foundations. With his work that he's doing at Fidelity, uh, he now works with financial advisors all around the nation on this exact topic. Dennis, welcome to Total Sense. Tom, so great to be here, my friend. I love what you're doing, not just for uh, families, but for kids on the topic. But let me just take a step back and let's just build up to that conversation. So can you talk about your work history that I just started to talk about and how that lent itself perfectly for the conversation that we're having today about teaching kids about money? Yeah, no, it's been, you know, I've had a really interesting background, you know, starting my career in financial technology and then really being uh, fortunate to transition um, I'd say midway through my career to philanthropy and working with advisors and ultimately through their clients, uh, most of which are families, sometimes corporations as well, but uh, starting in the family foundation space and really learning the, the nuances of governance and how people are trying to engage their family members or friends in their philanthropy, their charitable giving. It's been a really educational and, and fun experience and, and then uh, really transitioning to uh, the Fidelity Charitable Platform, which is a donor advised fund platform, which really, uh, like we said in, the, in your your uh, intro, allows uh, f- uh, charitable giving to be simple and accessible to all. Whereas foundations are very uh, unique or niche, I'd say, um, limited to a few. Uh, donor advised funds are really wide open. There's no minimums. Uh, and really focused on grant making and helping others. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, is this just a conversation for wealthy people? I mean, is, is it limited to wealthy people? Who are the type of advisors that you're talking to? And what are the conversations like for those advisors that they're having with their clients? Yeah, you know, great question. I, I think, you know, it, this is absolutely a conversation for all clients, um, whether it's a family that goes to uh, and wants to support their church every week, or maybe it's a family that wants to support their alma mater or their, their high school uh, or college that they went to. You know, the range of gifts and giving can vary. You know, you could be wanting to support your friend that's running the, the marathon for, you know, 50 bucks to uh, endowing a, a scholarship at a university for $5 million. Um, so we really work with everyone all in between those ranges. And uh, I think that's why it's such a great and, and very important conversations that advisors need to have, not should have, but need to have with every one of their clients. 
So talk to me about the conversations that they're having with their clients. Have these advisors, are they normally finding that their clients are charitably inclined? Is it just not thoughtful? Are they putting that idea in their head for the first time? How do you see that going? Depends, right? right? The old depends answer. You know, some advisors have it really incorporated as part of their practice. You know, when they onboard a new client, every single client they ask, do you do any charitable giving today? Something as simple and straightforward as that. Or I noticed that you supported this particular charity. Is that, why is that important to you? Um, To others where, you know, maybe it's a big liquidity event. You know, we work with a lot of clients that potentially are selling a business or maybe they, they have investments in private equity or hedge funds. Um, creating these really unique liquidity opportunities, which can be terrific charitable opportunities. And going through that conversation, uh, what is the most tax-efficient asset to give? So sometimes it's taxes driving the conversation and tax, you know, really smart tax planning. Um, but ultimately, it ends up being philanthropy because you've got this money that you've now earmarked for charitable purposes. What are you going to do with it? And who else are you going to engage in that conversation? So I can imagine some of my listeners are listening to this conversation right now and they're thinking to themselves, whoa, 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 Tom, we know you're a financial advisor. Why don't you take a step back for the rest of us so we can understand what is a donor advised fund? Right. Uh, Donor advised fund um, is a question that we get all the time because it's like, why are so many people using this charitable vehicle? to give gifts to their favorite charities. And and really, I describe it, Tom, in three words, give, grow, grant. You've got this vehicle that is now your container for all of your charitable giving. Um, it really streamlines the process. You make that initial gift. You again, get the tax deduction of that making that gift. We always encourage donors to think about what is the right asset to give at the right time. Oftentimes, that's a long-term appreciated asset. So think of those publicly traded stocks that maybe you've had for a while, you get the double benefit of the fair market value tax deduction along with eliminating capital gains. Really, it's a home run for people that want to give. So you make that initial gift, you get the one tax receipt, just as if you would support your favorite charities uh, locally in your town. Secondly, uh, the ability to grow those funds over time. So when, the, when you're not making grants and donations to your favorite charities, you have the ability to grow by selecting different investment options or working with your financial advisor to help assist with the growth. Again, that's tax-free growth, which is important to note. So the whole goal there is to have ultimately more to give to charity, which is, again, a, a, such a win for everybody involved. And then last but not least, the best part, the absolute best part is making those uh, gifts, the grants to your favorite charities that you really, you and your family care so much about. Give, Grow, Grant. It really describes the Donor Advice Fund platform so easily. So when I think of what you do for a living, I think you're the ultimate nudge, right? So think about it. You nudge the financial advisor to bring charitable giving up on topic with their clients. Then they're nudging their kids to do financial, uh, not financial planning, but giving on their own. So help me bridge the gap. Where do the kids get involved? When I talk about kids, I'm not talking about 50-year-old kids. I'm talking about kids that are under, let's say, the age of 21. Right. Kids, kids can get involved in all kinds of different points in time, I would say. You know, we see our, our families engaging their children really as early as toddlers, believe it or not, where they just start talking and creating this um, uh, philosophy within their family of helping others and giving back. And again, that can start early by, 
you know, we, we've brought our kids to the food shelter and we've stacked, you know, shelves and uh, we, we have helped animals um, and, you know, doing some cleanup. But, but just engaging your, your kids around that idea of helping others and potentially others that might not be as fortunate as we are. And, and I think that can start really early. You know, there's so many great books, whether it's the giving book, you know, we've seen a lot of people use a book like that to kind of make that introduction into uh, charitable giving for, for kids. But, um, and then it ranges up over time, you know, in addition to volunteers, I think families are looking for those opportunities where their kids can use their unique skills or their background. Maybe it's like they love to read and they want other kids to read and they want to help other kids do that. Or, or maybe they're really into sports like soccer, for example. I know you're a soccer guy, you know, helping others uh, teach soccer to kids that maybe don't aren't familiar with soccer. No, no, that's good parenting, right? Good parenting. Every kid should be playing soccer, yes. right? That should be that should be a law in everyone's house. For all my listeners, everyone's kids should be playing soccer, right? A hundred percent. Sorry, Dennis, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I wanted to make sure I got yes. that on yeah. topic for us. So what's Fidelity doing for to help parents? Do they have any tools for parents to use to help with their kids? Yeah, so I, I think kind of the next evolution, uh, evolution of where I was going with that is, um, for example, here at Fidelity Charitable, we have a terrific tool called Gift for Giving. And really think of that as a charitable gift card. So imagine, Tom, like, um, you know, with, with our kids, um, you know, they, they get straight A's on the report card. And we're like, wow, you know, my daughter's name is Sophia. Sophia, that's so great. I'm going to reward you with a gift for giving. And, she, and she, the first time I did it, she was like, Dad, what is that? You know? And I gave her $50. And I was like, look, here's $50, you know, quote unquote, $50 that you can now spend with your favorite charity. So she's like, wait, I can give it to any charity that I want? And I'm like, yeah, this is your, your choice, but you've earned this. And uh, she was just so appreciative of it. She didn't really know what it meant at first, but now she's totally dialed into it, which is great. Um, but of course, she's like, well, I really care about animals. So we supported a local animal shelter. And she was so happy to, to really present that, that, that check. You know, we made that uh, grant recommendation through our platform. And um, it was just such a great way to engage her, to reward her, but also to get her thinking about like, causes that she cares about, not ones that me and my wife care about, but what she cares about. And, and it's such a great tool. It's easy to do uh, through the platform to make this gift for giving request. Okay, now I get it. I totally get this now. So basically, the parent has the donor advised fund. And then from that pot of money, let's call it, they can then do the gift for giving. And it basically maybe sends an email to the child, for example, exactly. and then they get it. So you're not physically handing them $50. It's basically um, they're getting almost like a coupon that they could use to give to the charity of their choice. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. And so then with Sophia, how did she gift it? She, did she have to go in and name the charity? How does that work? Yeah. So that was part of the process. And, and you know, People are really tech savvy these days, as you can imagine, especially of that generation. Except for the two of us. <laughs> Except for us, right, yes. Right. But for, for that generation, she did. Um, she received an email from our, our donor advised fund account saying, hey, you've been rewarded a $50 gift for giving. Um, please use this however you'd like. And then there was a little search bar where she could search up her favorite charities. So she limited it to this, you know, to where we live. And then she searched on the word animals. And then all these animal shelters came back. And then she just did a little bit of research. And she's like, Dad, here are five that seem pretty interesting. What do you think? And we kind of talked through it 
uh, as a family, which again, like you can't beat that time that you're spending with your child talking about really cool things that they care about, but that also is helping others. And um, we went through that and then she, she picked the one that she thought was the best fit for what she was hoping to accomplish. Okay, so now I'm just thinking this through more. What happens if you send them the gift for giving and they don't use it? Does that mean that if you gifted the $50 to her and she just blew it off for some reason? Not that she would, but I'm sure somebody uh, out there oh, wants that. that happens. So, like, what does that $50 just go into like the space or what, what happens to it? Yeah, no, good question. We, we get that often, obviously, from, from parents. And um, what happens is six months uh, from the date you make that, that, that gift for giving, it'll come back to your account. Um, so it just gets repopulated back into your donor advised fund account. Got it, got it. So it's a use it or lose it type of thing. Yeah, right. For the for the recipient, it's use it or lose it, and and you basically have 180 days to do that. Right. And if you don't, it gets kicked back to whoever gave it to oh, you. Oh, okay, great. So it's almost like uh, as the giver, I'm getting credit for gifting the opportunity, but if they don't use it, it's not like I lose that $50. I can now go gift that $50 to someone else. Yes, correct. But they have to do work, they need to donate it within yeah. like 180 days, right. six months. Okay. I will say we've done the same exercise with with my parents who are definitely a little more tech uh, challenge, we'll say. And then they're ultimately just like, hey, can you, I saw your email, but can you just do it for me? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, so. like not these kids today. I had, yeah. I had my son on the uh, phone earlier today helping me with my YouTube channel. Yeah. And it's like, you, you know, I've, I could be staring at that thing 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and still not figure out what he can do in less than 30 seconds. So I, I yep. got that. I got that. <laughs> cool. Any fun stories uh, about people engaging their kids other than the one with Sophia? You know, the, the best story that comes to mind is um, we, we have this family that we worked with, uh, really, it was during the pandemic, and um, they're like, wow, we'd love to try to come up with a creative use of of these tools that we have at our fingertips, but just also make it fun and, and engaging with our family. And um, they, they kind of took it to the next level, I thought. And are you familiar with uh, Shark Tank? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> so, I keep waiting for Mark Cuban to call me so I could be on. <laughs> yeah. So imagine this, right? You have, they have three, three kids. Uh, they're, they're a little bit older now. They're, they're in their upper teens. Um, but it's, they, they, they basically put a pot of money out there and they said, go out and research charities, come back in a Shark Tank format and give us your pitch. Why your charity? And they were going to basically do a bigger match on top of the gifts that the gift for giving cards that they already gave the kids. And uh, they did a, you know, each kid gave their best pitch and they, they kind of voted on it. And, um, but, you know, that's a whole other extreme. It was a little more competitive spirits, but, you know, this, this family was all about that. And uh, it ended up being a really great exercise for them and, and just a lot of fun for the kids, too. Oh, it's funny. My daughter, who's now 16, is a huge fan of Mr. Wonderful. Kevin O'Leary from that. So that would work great in our house. I love that idea. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Dennis, you're awesome. Thanks for being on today. I know you've done some epic stuff in the financial advisor community in making sure that we as advisors are bringing up charitable giving to our clients. But this step is even more epic when you think about it because helping our clients teach their kids about money I mean, ultimately, there's probably no better gift that we could give to our kids than the habit of being 
charitable and charity doesn't always mean money but developing that habit in an early age will lead into all sorts of other type of charitable quote unquote giving that they'll do in their future so dennis thank you so much for being on thanks so much tom and, and just one piece of advice just have the conversation don't be afraid of it it's not it's not a, a daunting conversation just have that conversation bring up the topic and you'd be amazed where where it goes awesome thanks dennis appreciate your time thanks so much tom always great to be with you I hope you enjoyed our episode of Total Sense. A special thank you goes out to Verso Studios at the Westport Library. Tune in for our next Money Chat.